0: What's going on Bulls fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. This is the first episode, by the way, that's recorded in 6K. Let me know if you, most of you guys probably won't even watch it in 6K, but I can do it, I have the capability, so I figured... Why the hell not? But nonetheless, on today's episode, uh, we will be talking about the Michael Reinsdorf and Casey Johnson interview. We'll be doing some speculation on that and what that could mean to how the team is built in the future. We'll also be talking about the Bulls versus Grizzlies, which is coming up tonight and everything that goes on in that game. All that today on your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. Let's get into it. All right, so I'm gonna start this off with one singular quote that came out of this, and then we'll break it down and talk about everything after. This first one, uh, this quote, it just reads if you want to compete for championships, you have to be willing to spin into the tax. Now that came out of a Casey Johnson interview with Michael Reinsdorf. And so that leaves a lot of speculation. If you've seen Bulls, uh Twitter, you know, social media, pundits, all take that to me to, to go off on what that means, right? There are a lot of things said in this, you know, as well as you know, Michael Reinsdorf saying that he expects Zach Levine to be on this team for years to come. Um, talked about how Gar Pax had uh, apparently alluded to the fact that gar packs you know they just did not make the decision to go into the taxes the for so long for like if you've been a bulls fan for a decade plus we've been we've held on to this mindset that the bulls are this one singular like idea that the bulls will pay for a contender now that has left it for interpretation did that mean that the bulls will pay to create and build a contender would they pay to keep a, content, a team that proved themselves to be a contender? Would they pay to keep that team together? There's been a lot of speculation of that over the last decade plus as Bulls fans on what that really meant. We get more clarification from this, from this, uh, Jer- this Michael Reinsdorf interview. And so the, one, the, the things that I, I brought out of this and that I took out of this interview very much so were, were, were a couple of things. Um, the fact that, you know, the love that he has for AK and everything. The respect and admiration that seems to be there for A.K. Nevers, and, and the trust in what they can do, right? The 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 talking about how good how it is for this team to be as good as what it is, and and, and all of that, everything in in that aspect, and talking about this this franchise was so refreshing as a Bulls fan to hear. Now, you know the the thing and and, and the question that's left in that is that what does that mean that you that you're willing to pay for a contender? Does that mean that? this team has the complete flexibility to do, or the front office has the flexibility to do whatever they take, as long as they prove that they're continually improving the team. Um, There's a lot of, of of people who are up for, co- for contract extensions in, in the next couple of years, uh, I.O. Kobe and Vooch all next season and Javante Green as well. So depending on how this team performs, right. When you look at adding to this team, adding to continue to to fill the holes on this team with, you know, replacing players like Hill, replacing players like Mac Thomas, or players that, that, can play better, and even it may mean a Javante Green or Derek Jones Jr. leave as well. But with that being said, if this team in this playoffs, right, with now the addition of Tristan Thompson, makes it to the Eastern Conference Final, God forbids, make it to the Finals and just doesn't win. It, whatever happens with this, right, we'll have a clear indication of what we kind of need to add to this team and what will work and what may not work. So, what does that mean for the for those players that are coming up for extension? Io, we all know we want to see Io on this team for a very, very long time. Kobe White, I've talked about it very heavily. I always thought that Kobe White would remain on this team throughout this season. Now I can see a world in which, because the Bulls have their own first round pick, but they can't trade it until the draft. The Bulls could very well package Kobe White, who would be an expiring deal with their first round pick, uh, to, to go after a more consistent bench threat or to whatever else they feel they may need. Or now, do they keep Kobe White as that bench scorer because he, what he's been able to prove, that when he's on, right, we know that Kobe has bad games and bad shooting nights and it frustrates all of us. But when Kobe White is on, right, and doing his thing and stretching the floor the way that he does and coming in and being, being the spark plug, there's not that many bench scores that are better than him. And when you look at Kobe White as well, what he's added with being better on defense, right, still not a lockdown defender, but being better and more aware on defense, especially his weak side defense. Is he now a player that this team looks and say, hey, if he's willing to resign here at a, at a reasonable thing and and he doesn't get a huge offer a sheet from somewhere else, we'll bring Kobe White back. Patrick Williams, we all know. I've, I've, I, This front office, I don't see letting go of Patrick Williams anytime soon. Nikola Vucevic as well. What does that mean for Nikola Vucevic, who is a free agent at the end of next season? Now, that coincides with uh, Jokic also being a free agent. I know a lot of Bulls fans have highly speculated. I know a lot of Bulls fans have highly speculated and talk about what um, the possibility of Jokic. I'm not really talking about that here. Just kind of focus on this aspect of it. N- Nikola Vucevic. If the Bulls don't have a clear upgrade in mind at the center that they want to go after for, for Nikola, uh, we already talked about. I love Nikola Vucevic. I love what he brings to this team. Yes, he has some games when he's when he when he doesn't shoot the ball well. But at, at the end of the day, there's not many players that that simulate the skill set of what Nikola Vucevic does. Do the Bulls say, "Hey, I know you're making 20 million dollars now"? When you're up for your extension, does Nikola Vucevic sign for $12, million, $15 million and give them discount to keep a team that's possibly contending together? That remains to be seen. But it's, this interview has opened up so many uh, more possibilities for this team. I think for many of us who've been Bulls fans for years and years and years, we've always kept this mindset that this team is probably not going to pay for the tax. Now, with that being said, with the excitement that it seems Michael Reinsdorf has for this team and this franchise and the front office, the faith he has in this front office now with that going away what does that mean for how they continue to build the t- team out it continues to be an exciting time to be a Chicago Bulls fan and that just adds to that let me know what you guys think down below and try to keep this away from like other free agent acquisitions we're trying to i'm trying to focus this on what this may mean for keeping the certain players on this team and again i know certain fans and have biases on who they think doesn't fit this team and won't fit this team and things like that and i understand that and that plays a part in your in your perception of this but overall to have a now, you know, Michael Reinsdorf come out and say that they are willing to pay, you have to pay to, to win championships. You know, I, I think one of the things that I, that I'm going to end this this part of this uh, video on or this episode on for the people listening in podcast form, that what I'm going to end this on is that I think the difference between Michael and Jerry's Reinsdorf is Jerry's Reinsdorf is a businessman. He's always been a businessman. Now, that doesn't mean that he didn't love Michael Jordan. He didn't love Pippen. He didn't love what they were able to build. But I think at the end of the day, what made that so amazing for Jerry was also the money that it brought in, the prestige that it brought in, the attention that having a player, the greatest player ever in Michael Jordan on that, on that roster, what that meant, right? And yes, he loved, he has a respect for Michael. I'm not taking any of that away, but I think it was always about the bottom dollar when it came to Jerry to a degree. Michael Reinsdorf being younger, being somebody who grew up, being a fan, and seeing what it means for the, when, for the city of Chicago when the team is doing good and everything, I really do think Michael Reinsdorf is more of a fan of the game of basketball, whereas Jerry is more a businessman, if that makes sense. That is my interpretation. I know not everyone may share that, but let me know what you guys think about that down below. But let's move on from that. Let's get into the game tonight. The Bulls versus the Grizzlies. This is one of the most excited times I've been. The Bulls have been playing really well. Uh, You know, some issues aside in the Atlanta Hawks game. Um... For us to to play against a player that is one of the most exciting players in the league and John Morant, one of the best teams in the league, this is going to be the Bulls who are ranked as the fourth best offense in the league against the fifth best offense in the league that the Grizzlies have. This is going, and it has all the makings to be, a high-octane scoring game, right? Especially in the first half, maybe even the first three quarters, what we see that happens in NBA games is that that defense, when you have two very high-powered offenses, whoever can lock it down and make the correct correct adjustments defensively towards the end of the game, is who may be able to pull that out. The Grizzlies are ranked as the 19, the ninth, I'm sorry, uh, highest defense as far as rating-wise in the NBA so far this season. The Bulls, we know they fl- they fluctuated between being they I think they were first for a while when we were uh, the closest we were to fully healthy. But since then, uh, we're ranked right now at 19th. I don't know. People have said like, "Oh, it's because of Crusoe. Also, look at when the Bulls were ranked their highest on defense. Look at the the opposition we were playing at the time. But nonetheless, that's that's a video and a story for another day. But with all that being said, what happens in this game? What what can Io do with John Moran? What can the team do with John Morant? I think at this point, John Morant isn't one of those players that you can any one player can stop. It has to be. The game plan. And again, it may have to be the thing I go to all the time when you have really great players. It's not necessarily about stopping that great player, but stopping everything else around them. Can the Bulls, do the Bulls have enough to do that? It seems like Giles is going to play. I checked the injury report right before making this video. John Moran is not listed on it at all, meaning he's not even listed as questionable. So it seems like John Morant's going to play today. And that, you know, it, 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 it should. I want to see this Bulls team face against the best competition possible. I want to see how they stack up. One of the biggest critiques that a lot of people have had against the Bulls, and I know some fans are going to say, well, we've been first place, but the Bulls have not played very well against the top teams in the league. Now, there are reasons for that, right? I'm not, I'm not vilifying or, or damning the team because they haven't, because there are absolutely legitimate reasons on why some of those games went the way that they did. But with that being said, I know we're down. Lonzo and Caruso, uh, two of our best defenders, our two best defenders in many ways, and Patrick Williams. But at the end of the day, the Bulls need to execute. We need to see that ball movement come back that we did not see against Atlanta. The 14 assists against Atlanta is not going to cut it against the Memphis Grizzlies. We have to have Booch locked in as well. We have to have a good offensive game from Vooch and hopefully him establishing himself down in the post as well. Tristan Thompson paying his big dividends. We're going to need that size in a game like this and his shot blocking ability and everything like that. But we need everyone to be locked in defensively. And offensively, I really do think more times than not, the game takes care of itself. We're also going to continue to monitor how Zach Levine plays. It does seem like Zach was a little timid in that game. Um, as far as, let me, let me not say timid, but maybe, you know, feeling a little tightness there. And, you know, when you have a week off basketball outside of an All-Star game, uh, which he played very good in, it happens. But how, how does Zach play in this game? Does Zach, you know, he, he had a great third quarter in that game. Um, does Zach Is Zach more consistent over the course of this game? Do we get a better Kobe White off the bench as well? We need really all those things to be able to compete with a team like Grizzly, who are playing some of the best basketball in the NBA right now. But let me know what you guys think down below. What are some of your predictions for the game? What are some of the things you think are gonna be key for this team outside of just being able to slow down John Morant? Uh, what happens with the Bulls? They tend to always let a role player go off as well. If they can stop that in this game also, it could change a lot of things. But overall, I really do like our Bulls chances in this game. Uh, DeMar's playing on a whole nother level. And when you have a player playing on a whole nother level against another player who's playing probably at a similar level in John Morant, um, they may nullify themselves. It's how everything else, and the Bulls have more than enough enough weapons. It's going to be really, really exciting uh, to just see this game, to take this game in and see what happens. We will have a, a pregame, a halftime hangout, and a postgame all live today uh, for this game. So be on the lookout for that. Also, this is the shirt for Chicago Bears Central, which is a sign something's coming very very soon for Chicago Bears Central for anyone who's been interested or wanting wanting to know for that I also have some big news dropping as well next week there's a lot of things going on uh in this in this crazy creative world uh that I can't wait to bring you guys and deliver you guys but all I can say is that you guys hopefully will be really excited for what's to come uh what the next venture is and everything like that I know there's some speculation on it I can't wait to officially announce it but all I will say is that I love you guys, man. I know I end every video on that. I can't stress that enough. Uh, What we've done in these six months as a platform, right? And as a community, Chicago Chicago Bulls Central is a community and it's built by you guys as much as it is by me. And- we get to take some things to the next level, and I just can't wait to continue to shine and dazzle as a community. Um, but with all that being said, make sure you're following the podcast at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave us a voicemail, for that is 773-270-2799. All that's in the in the description down below. Uh, you can leave a text or voicemail for any of that. I know I have a couple of voicemails as well. I will get to those voicemails on Sunday's episode. The Sunday episode is really going to be built around every voicemail that we have or text that we haven't get into. So if you want, if you have a hot bull, a hot be, uh, <laughs> a hot bulls topic uh, idea um, or anything, uh, you know, or take or anything, make sure you leave it at that voicemail because I really want to dive into it and give a chance to highlight you guys as we get into an exciting week of announcements and coverage of our lovely Chicago Bulls uh, heading into next week. But that is it for me for today. Thank you guys so much for all the support. Um, like I liked doing everything on, go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media.